Are you are you situated yet? No, what's that? This is one of my favorite breweries. Unfortunately, it's not Washington. I know that I like to normally drink Washington beers on here, but it's the Sabro Adidia Juicy Bits from Weldworks. And where is Weldworks again? Out of Greenlee, Colorado. Oh, okay. So just north, I believe, of Denver. Oh, okay. Well, I'm actually also about to crack open a non-Washington beer. But in my mind, that's close enough. Oh, that was nice. Uh, so this is the Ex Novo Aperture IPA, or I'm sorry, Aperture Hazy Pale Ale from Ex Novo, located and in Portland, Washington. Portland, Washington? Portland, Oregon. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> what happened there? Did geography. I don't know. They're super close. <laughs> they are. But like when you're driving down to Oregon on um, I-5 and you go over the bridge, it's just changes from like a guy drinking coffee to like a guy chopping down trees. Yeah, that's Oregon, though. They're just constantly murdering plants. Mm. We have a pretty lively logging community up here as well. <laughs> anyway, uh, welcome back. I know it's been a while because <laughs> honestly, what have we been doing? What have we been like? The whole purpose of this is to talk about all the cool breweries we've that been we to, get to visit, but we haven't been to in the past two months. So, um, you know, stay at home, stay safe or whatever. Yeah. Stay safe, stay at home. I don't know. Yeah. So we've uh, intentionally kind of not been doing any COVID related things because we don't have much to talk about. And I feel like if we... Just we would get into a rut of talking about COVID. Or well, we we already kind of talked on the last podcast, I think, about um, what some of the breweries were doing as far as to go orders and um, trying to maintain the six foot, you know, social distancing um, with doing the the to go orders. Um, and then there just really wasn't anything really new to talk about with that. So. Yeah, we haven't visited any new breweries, but now things have changed. We are now in phase two. Kind Our, of. Most of Washington is in phase two. King County is going to be moved into 1.5, which means that we can drink at establishments, but outside, mm-hmm. which is much, you know, some breweries good, some breweries not so good. Yeah. Um, I have been like thinking about like getting out to Ravenna's Beer Garden at some point and all of the fun places that I'm excited that we can. Um, potentially go to with things moving into phase 1.5 but you know who's going to be in phase two pierce county oh. and Snohomish. so our friends up at out large and also our friends down at wingman brewers who we will be talking with shortly we have oh. kenny and Derek from wingman with us today so we'll bring them on in a minute but um most of the counties outside of king and then yakima which we'll mm-hmm. never see phase two because they're just having all their issues but Right, we were able to go to actually some breweries this weekend. Which we was, were, which was a big deal for me because it's been over two months. I'm not wasn't quite sure what to do with my hands. When I normally go to breweries, I just flail them in the air and cry. I mean, sometimes. Right, I drink this beer first. Oh, that was a very like audible sip. <laughs> so I'm not normally the biggest Sabro fan, but Weldworks does it right. Sabro can come off a little. Uh, it's earth, really earthy, earthy. isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it came off very earthy for me and not done well. Just doesn't taste all that great. 
But mm-hmm. back to the topic at hand, breweries starting to open up. We yes. stopped by and so went to Ellensburg, mm-hmm. swung by Iron Horse. Mm-hmm. I wasn't there for that, but yeah. You're getting your nails did because yeah. you're fancy. And then we stopped by Whipsaw. Yes. And, and what was interesting about Whipsaw is it kind of felt like normal. It did feel very normal there. I think their tables are already naturally like spaced out that six feet mm-hmm. um, between tables. So, and they don't really accommodate more than maybe four or five people comfortably, maybe six people. Um, other than that, you would have to be just standing around the table, kind of standing mm-hmm. room only. But I thought it felt very normal. Like we got there and we sat outside. Um, there was four of us there, two households, um, and we just kind of, we sat outside, had a couple beers, it started raining, we moved inside, and it felt very, very normal. It was great mm-hmm. to be able to kick back, have a few beers, while maintaining safe social distancing, while, yeah. you know, you walk in, you have to wash your hands, mm-hmm. and um, I did not lick every door and hem- door knob and handle in mm-hmm. there, because well, that's I'm, good. I'm a good boy. Oh, well, that was very nice of you. Very considerate of other people. But damn it, I wanted to. No, it just, it was, it felt normal. And I know at some point it's going to come back here, but it kind of showed to me that it could be done. We can live our normal lives a little bit further apart from each other. Yeah. I don't, it might be different when you get into Seattle and some of the smaller bars like up in Bellingham. I don't know what Structures is going to do. I know they said on social media that they're not just not going to remain open for a while because that's tiny. They just don't have the room for it for people to spread out. Yeah. Uh, I see that with like Cloudburst too. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I think they can move the tables around and, and be a little bit better and they have small tables there. That place but is constantly be, packed. Yeah, that place is always busy and uh, the back area where it kind of has the seating along the bar, which I know bar seating isn't allowed anyway, mm-hmm. but... Um, that area would be really hard to maintain six feet and then unless they have everything uh, cordoned off to like two people can sit here and then six feet away, two other people can sit kind of a thing. Yeah. When we, uh, when we went and got food at Ellensburg at the tab, which is one of my favorite establishments, they just it kind was of very exciting to be able to eat a burger inside. Yeah. They had uh, every other, um, they only have like probably six or seven tables, but every other one was blocked off and it, you know, it worked out fine, but you know, I'm curious what places like Rubens is going to do that. It's just insanely popular. Are they going to have to figure out some sort of way like, hey, you can't just stand. That's going to be one of the things you can't just yeah. stand around drinking a beer, which is a thing that you do to Rubens. If there's no table, you just kind of conjugate in that one little corner, like mm-hmm. <laughs> back in the distant, back in the very corner by the barrels, or you kind of stand awkwardly in the middle and wait for tables <laughs> to happen. So, Yeah. Um, I mean, I definitely think some of these places are going to have to figure out um, – different seating arrangements than what they normally have like rubens has the um picnic tables that they usually kind of line up in like a big banquet i guess they, um, they soon have that big very big outdoor area because mm-hmm. they kind of have that area next to everything so maybe that will be there that's what i'm guessing is they're just going to spread out into like into that area where it's usually kind of more for <clears throat> the food trucks mm-hmm. um but yeah, that's my guess. I don't know. I, they have that little area. I just have not talked the... to him about what his plans are specifically. Were you even on the call with him last week? I was on the call. Mm-hmm. You weren't paying attention. No. Were... Did they talk about their plan? No. no okay. No. <laughs> no, we we actually mostly just <clears throat> talked about how IBUs are worthless. Yes, I was there for that part of the conversation. They have just an incredibly knowledgeable. Um, what, is she like the head of brewing? She's or? she's one of the brewers there. Um, okay, she's in. She's just like all of them were incredibly intelligent. Yeah, like a wealth of information. 
Yeah, that was interesting. So the, what we're talking about is Brewmaster's Tap Room uh, does virtual brewer nights. So the first night they had Georgetown. This last time they had uh, Rubens. And then they're, are you eating Gushers? Mm, opening some Gushers. Are you we're, we're, no, we're doing a podcast. You're supposed to use your mouth. I'm gonna be like, <laughs> oh, we got the juices. Mm. Huh? Are you 12? What do you do? <laughs> Who eats Gushers? I love Gushers. Eat Skittles like an adult. We're out. Because you ate them all. Mm-hmm. You have fruit by the foot in there, too? No, but I do have uh, Star Wars fruit snacks. Okay. <laughs> and just remember, we don't have kids. <laughs> all right. I don't even know what we're talking about. Beer, breweries. I don't know. Things are opening up. I understand why people may not want to go to breweries. That might be one thing also. You know, say like, hey, you know what? I have no problems doing pickup i'm still supporting these local breweries i'm not gonna not quite ready to drink yet at the establishments and i get that yeah i thought when we went over to ellensburg over the weekend that um like there would be like a huge line of people trying to get into the tab to like um have lunch and and just kind of be out and be normal on a saturday um and i was really surprised that like we got in, we got a table right away. So I think you're right. I think there are a lot of people who aren't quite ready to um, partake. In yeah, the go, go into activities. anything that's like non-essential. And and that's fine. More room for me. Yeah. And, and I mean, everybody needs to do what's best for them. But mm-hmm. to me, beer is the most essential thing out there. It just to me, it's an activity that we can do. It's something we can go. <coughs> oh, God. Is that Corona? Was it the gusher? Did the, the gusher. gusher make you do that? Uh, you got to watch out. There's a lot of juices in there. Is it pretty moist? Sorry, that was a, a gusher wrong tube situation. That's um, embarrassing. I know. And and I have to give you uh, some credit for being right. <laughs> You're still coughing. <coughs> this is why you, ladies and no, gentlemen, but- this is why you don't eat while <laughs> podcasting. Okay, fair enough. Um <laughs> Uh, no, but it's something we can do where we can still maintain some good social distancing and, um, you know, tables can be wiped down between people and there's just a lot. I think you can, there's a lot of ways I think you can go to a brewery and still be safe. Yep. So hopefully, uh, hopefully most of the breweries survived through this. I know that there's a couple that didn't pyramid being one. Did they, um decide to give up their location down by the stadium or did they well i know they're done but like was that was that kind of a covid initiated move or was that something that they yeah there's no we're already kind of planning to do how expensive that location is and no mariners no sounders that's their that's their revenue generating days is oh yeah they've missed out on what 50 mariner games so far probably last probably about 30 yeah, but all the Sounders games, too. I mean, we mm-hmm. had, what, the home opener, and then that was it? Yeah, we had a couple games, and that's it. So that's, you know, tens of thousands of beers that are not being poured. I mean, other, like, you know, a lot of places are struggling. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, Manny's had a, or Georgetown had to can Manny's because they had too much Manny's just laying around. Oh, is that why they decided to can it? No, there's probably a thousand reasons, but that's one of them. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, the dog is currently digging at our couch. This is... Well, we don't podcast at home, too, but here we are stuck at home because we're still not technically phase 1.5 yet. Mm, we podcast at home plenty. Yeah, I like to be on location. That's more fun. Yeah, I know. I agree with that, but... 
So, anyways, it's uh, also less distracting with the so dog. Moving on with today, so we again we have the Wingman Brewers from down in our uh, Tacoma. Mm-hmm. I'm really surprised we haven't had them on before because um, I've known them since their first anniversary when they opened. That's when I first mm-hmm. met them, um, and they're both really cool guys. We've you know been down to the house for the Fourth of July. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been down there for multiple events, and you know we always talked about it. We just never did it because. You know, for whatever reasons, we just well, we were always kind of trying to find a time that we could get down there, and it's hard to get everybody's schedule to line up. So especially when someone especially, has to be in bed by nine o'clock. Well, especially also when mm-hmm. you know Kenny's now doing more of a you know owner role and less of a brewer role, and um, you know it's just kind of take advantage of the stay home to actually make them sit down with us today. Yeah. So when it comes to quality, again, we're it's going to be via Zoom. So. The quality is never great, but it's not awful. It sometimes you get the weird like robot penis sound, mm, like the tinny. Yeah, and then sometimes it lags, but it should be fine. So, uh, should we go ahead and give them a call? Yeah, let's All right, do it. Let's do it. All right. Wait, what? Can you guys see me? Yeah, we yeah. can see oh, you. There we go. <laughs> I, it wasn't on my screen yet. So. You oh. look so Wait. professional. You look like a, like an e gamer over here. I mean, I use these headphones for gaming. Every single day, practically. <laughs> and I also, now I use them for work every single day. Ah, uh, yes. Well, at least, at least you look cool doing it. Thank you. Yeah, yeah so. It's like my Wingman not Wingman shirt. This is not a Wingman Brewer shirt. How, what, is it just a generic shirt that says Wingman on it? It's a video game. And, it, oh. and is it about going around picking up women? No. <laughs> it's World of Warplanes. I got it at PAX like years ago. You are a giant dork. You're a giant dork. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Anyways, so it's, since this is technically, re- I am recording now, so get all your weird things out of the way. I mean, too, actually, too late now, sorry. But uh, with us, we have Kenny and Derek, two uh, of my favorite people in the world, and both happen to be part owners, or owners, or brewers, or whatever you want to call them, of Wingman Brewers down in Tacoma. Hello, guys. Howdy. Hello. So, uh, how how are things been? How is Wingman doing? That's... I really want to talk about is wingman. How are things during this whole we're, shitty COVID? Yeah, we're doing all right. We're just trying to hang in there and hoping for it to, uh, you know, to come to a resolution where everyone is safe and we can serve beer again. Yeah. So, I mean, is there anything about, cause are you guys phase two yet? No. But but you are eligible now or something? Hopefully soon, maybe this week? Uh, I don't know. Oh, did you hear anything, Derek? Yeah, I think our county executive, I saw last week he was calling a meeting with the health department because they wanted to apply for it. I haven't seen any updates this week. But Yeah, we've just heard that they submitted the application, but it could be as early as this week or it could be next week or a week after that. We don't know. No, at least, I mean, better off than King County or Yakima, which we'll never get there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you guys stayed open the entire time for growler fills and everything? Or okay. Yeah, we, we switched uh, to curbside and delivery as soon as Liquor Control Board allowed. Um, and before that, even a little bit before the stay-at-home order, uh, or before whatever it was, I forget, We for a while we were just doing to go beer and not uh, like inside our shop. Um, and then I think when 
the governor instituted the stay home stay safe order that's when we switched to curbside pickup and uh liquor, liquor control boards who does who we can thank for that they did a great job um, wait did you say great job the liquor control board is that the first time anybody's ever said that no i've been pretty happy with them for the last nine years i mean <laughs> they're nice folks no they no that's that's adorable I, I think there's there's other correct me if I'm wrong, Ken. There's other government entities that are harder to work with. So. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah you know how hard it is to buy a hooker in this damn country. So. I mean, I don't, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Sorry, love you, honey. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, well, that's good that you've been open. I don't know if you. I mean, I at one point I actually swung by and picked up some uh, some bottles from you guys, and it was quick and easy. I just called and like, I want this, this, and this, and. Somebody nice came out and took a matter of minutes, and I was able to drink uh, one of your pineapple, or uh, sorry, pineapple, peanut butter cup uh, P51 porters. Nice. I mean, it would have been weird if it would have been pineapple cup, but actually, pineapple would be delicious. Sounds good to me. I mean, have you done a pineapple? I know during during your festivals, your, like, uh, your anniversaries. I a pina colada version of the porter before. That's true. Mm. I know, that's good. Oh, man. So... Are there any things on the horizon once things open up? Have you have you guys kind of game plan what the future looks like once things get going? I hope so. Um, I think generally it's going to be, you know, figuring out uh, all the stipulations of phase two, how we can implement them in our space, um, trying to ascertain how much more beer the distributor is going to want since... Uh, we went from selling kegs like every week to uh, to selling zero for the last uh, several months. So um, we've kind of been trepidatious about producing too much. Okay, let's calm down with the but, fancy words there, buddy. What's that? Let's, let's calm down with the fancy words there. Oh, sorry. Yeah, well, I mean... Big it, college boy over here. <laughs> well, we, we've been worried about making too much beer and then having a lot of cold... Not having a lot of cold storage, but... One nice thing has been that uh, we're selling a lot more packaged product, um, so we've been able to sell all the beer we can make, and we haven't had to make less. Um, it's just now more so in cans. Has there been any problem with uh, uh, attaining cans at all, or telling jokes of nice cans, anything like that? Um, I think there's a lot of shortages. The folks we work with. Uh, for our canning, uh, they they're a pretty large company, so they're able to source cans so well so far. They haven't run out, so um, yeah. But, but yeah, and so our other cans, yeah, we we just have stored um, in a warehouse, so um, we don't have to worry about that for a little bit. Look at you guys having a warehouse because I remember the first time I met you guys was your first year anniversary party. And it was Mikey and myself and a girl I was dating at the time. We all went down and, you know, met you guys. And you were brewing on a one-barrel system. You had that big location with, like, nothing in it. Uh, there was no tables, right? I think it was just the bar top. Yeah, I think we just had the bar top, yeah. And the barrel tables? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe not. I, I remember just being, like, I remember standing a lot. And now if, it, if like, you know, the listeners, if they go down there, you guys have that thing packed completely full now. 
Yeah, there's not a lot of space in our place, and we could use more. Uh, I think you just take over things. You know, no, just... just today the the space next door to us got rented by some kind of glass blowing thing. So maybe we'll have some great neighbors. And if you can't take over some glass blowers, <laughs> I mean, you guys got beards. What more do you want? It's true. So, <laughs> but what's how big are how big's your system now? Uh, seven barrels. Okay. And you got a whole we're not, bunch. We're not huge. We just work really hard. Are you are you brewing every day though? Um, this week it'll be every day, but today we try to have one day that's either packaging or just cleaning. Um, but then we'll brew every day after that. That's sounds like a lot of work. So you guys it have is. some, uh, some pretty big things on your horizon though, don't you? Uh, some new plans and tell us about your big thing. Yeah. What's Derek, tell us about your big thing. <laughs> <laughs> Happily. Um, yeah, we, uh, we've been working on a project for a while, opening a new location, um, not quite under the Wingman brand, um, but, you know, an, another uh, place for people to come and drink our beer, other beers, uh, and also eat. So we're kind of diving into the world of, of the restaurant. Um, and it, it was all supposed to open a while ago, but uh, this global pandemic kind of affected those plans a little bit so yeah i think it's yeah. been a big dick yeah a, a middle of a pandemic and a stay-at-home order seems like kind of a bad time to open a restaurant yeah we probably couldn't have picked a better time or sorry <laughs> couldn't have picked a worse time in the last hundred years to open a restaurant yeah <laughs> but so uh what's it gonna be called where's it gonna be located what kind of food are you gonna have is it gonna be just tacoma beers your beers do i have to wear pants uh yeah for pants yes i mean you can wear shorts um what about like a like a really lacy thong backwards you can wear, you can wear a kilt if you were wearing that kind of thong Ooh, uh, i have two kilts or, you know leggings if you really want to show it off <laughs> so the space is on pack ave on uh, downtown tacoma um for those who aren't familiar pacific avenue is kind of the main uh spot in downtown tacoma especially for you know, nightlife and whatnot. Um, if you're familiar with the Matador, it's a great restaurant, Odd Otter Brewing, uh, and actually formerly, not too long ago, P Pacific Brewing. Uh, we're all at this one end of Pack Ave. Um, so that's where we're... It's a cool spot. Jumping in with our new spot. And yeah. food? Bar food? Burgers? I would say right now, so... We were we were getting set to do a bunch of food testing and oh. <laughs> uh, doing that with different food suppliers and commercial kitchens where you can rent time, but uh, then all those things got shut down. So now we're we're probably two to three weeks away from being able to cook in our own place and really set the menu. Okay. Um, so we'll see what happens. <laughs> but we're we're shooting for I think like elevated pub food, so uh, that is my favorite type of food though. Mm -hmm. Just yeah. makes me makes me feel fancy, but I still gonna have a good beer. Yeah. Exactly, and we're gonna have uh, the taps are gonna be uh, as local as possible. So about half of them will be wingman beers, and the other half um, will be uh, local beers from Tacoma. We're gonna have a couple cider taps. A nitro coffee uh, tap, um, and then working on a couple uh, two 
uh, non-alcoholic uh, taps. So uh, like a non-alcoholic seltzer water and a uh, uh, soda. Okay, that sounds awesome. So if yeah. I if I go in there and ask for a Budweiser, am I, am I, are you guys gonna just kick me out? No, but we won't have it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. As long as it's space dust, you know, which is just OG cloudburst. <laughs> Probably won't have that either, actually, since it's made in Seattle. Oh, poor Seattle. Mm. Never Seattle never gets the cool things. It's always True. it's always Tacoma. So unlucky. I like Tacoma. Right, all the Tacoma taps right now are just full of Tacoma beer. Is uh, I know you guys mentioned you're down by Odd Otter. Have you guys had any words that they're like GoFundMe workout? To save their uh, brewery? I don't know. As we're working on the space, um, we go in there every now and then and buy four packs of beer. They've got a bunch of different beers in cans. and They've always done a good uh, job rotating stuff, and you know, I've never had any issues with it. It was sad when that you know this whole COVID crap first started, and they were like, mm-hmm. hey, we're struggling. Yeah. I mean, I think everybody's trying to just figure it out, and... Um, Hopefully, it's just a proactive thing for them to try and make sure that they're going to be comfortable through it. But um, they have an awesome staff, and uh, and we love interacting with them, and hope that they're still there when uh, when our restaurant opens, because I think it is a great kind of you know symbiosis to have a lot of good spots downtown. Well, I mean, that makes one of the cool things about Tacoma is all that really awesome bar scene and i wish i just lived a little bit closer because i legitimately enjoy going down to tacoma and drinking mm-hmm. um but yeah i mean that that corner of pack Ave is where mcminimins is also the new one mm-hmm. um so it just makes like a really awesome little area to just hit three or four spots and have a beer if you want to come in and check out that spot uh and then just keep moving around you know so that's what we wanted to tap into yeah is it gonna be full of a bunch of youth though i don't want a bunch of young people telling me what to do Yelling at me, tell me. Uh, to... Not, not at a McMinimins. I would say <laughs> they can't. They can't afford McMinimins drinks. That that McMinimins is pretty cool, though. Like, yeah, it is. Say whatever you want about McMinimins. Some people love them. Some people don't like them. I went there and it was packed. It was obviously a while ago. It was fun. They had that little hidden bar. You have to push the wall to open. Very fun. I think that's what that should just be the entrance to Wingman. Yeah. Nothing. You have no no marketing. Nothing. Push a door open. Boom. Beer. We're not far from that. <laughs> True. <laughs> I don't know how many places have a half as their address. Yeah, right. Us in Harry Potter's school or whatever. <laughs> Just There's only like some parts of government that recognize that address and some that pretend so, that yeah. they don't recognize it. So. Have, you had pro- have you had problems with the address being a half? Yeah, when we, we leased the space, it was a half, and it stayed that way on our lease. But then, for I forget which portion of the government for us to get, like, some permit. Some of our permits say half, and some of them just say 509. And then they changed all the addresses on the block at one point. And now we just get everybody's mail. And, <laughs> uh, <laughs> no one knows what the address is. Just get all that airsoft place, you know, their mail. Uh, well, that place is all gone now. Oh, that's a, a, God, my... a guy that does like light shows and like psychedelic stuff. He's down there. We just eat uh, mushrooms and look at the moon. I don't know. He's a really nice guy, but we do get a lot of his mail. Uh, <laughs> same with our other neighbors. So we'll see. 
That's I, I haven't haven't really got anything. Okay, Sam Sam doesn't want to see your guys' faces. No, it's just okay. awkward to like lean into the. See, she's there. So yeah, this this whole time, I can yeah. see Derek and Kenny, and they can see me, and Sam is just awkwardly sitting to the side. Yeah, like some sort of weird like. What did Pee Wee Herman get arrested for? Masturbating in a public theater. Yeah, that's probably a bad example, but no, I'm sticking with it. No, that's super relevant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure that everybody knew this. So, um, we actually was like one of the... like a movie theater or like an adult theater. I think it was an adult theater, but I don't actually know very much about the case itself. So, <laughs> this is the kind of content people come to our podcast for. Yeah. Beer and masturbation. And it's, what did Pee Wee Herman get arrested for? Hey, yeah. And Isn't how it? they're related. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everything comes back together to Wingman. I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So wait, you guys are not opening a theater. Never mind. Everybody just stop listening. <laughs> so actually, one of the things we always do is, uh, what are you drinking? So um, I noticed, Derek, you have a very pink beer going on. Yeah. So um, I'm drinking Razzmatech. Ooh, it's, I like uh, that one. It's a beer that Wingman makes. And um, obviously, well, not obviously, probably obviously, it has raspberries in it. Um, do, you do, do you do? Is it a raspberry puree that you throw in there, or is that is that a secret? Like, what do you? Uh, single strength juice from Yakima. Okay. Yeah, it's a really good looking beer. That uh, is a nice It is. It looks tart like flavor. Uh, I'm terrible at describing beers, but uh, <laughs> I love it. It has color and weight to it. Uh, what kind of beer? A... What kind of beer is a Razzmatazz? It's like a sour wheat beer. That's probably why I've never had it. I've had it. It's very I've, good. I've had a lot of wingman beers before, but I've had not that one because I don't like sours. Oh. Well, it's pretty, if you like raspberry, it tastes very raspberry. It's definitely not like super sour, I would say. And a, and a lot of it is just the tartness from the raspberries. So, I don't know. Yeah, I, sours have gotten so popular, I feel like, in the last few years. And you get people now who are just like, I just love sours. I love every sour on the planet. And I'm like, that's yeah, you know, it's wonderful, right? And back in the day, you were you saw a sour and you got excited because it was hard to find any. I would say I don't like all sours. I take them on an individual basis, and you know, I generally want them on the less sour spectrum. I don't want it to make me pucker. Right. I like a beer I can drink a whole glass of, you know, mm-hmm. and not just be like, oh, I got four ounces. I'm good. It's good, but I can only drink those four ounces. I want to drink a whole pint. So, um, Razzmatazz definitely fits the bill yeah yeah it's a, it's a blend so it's 49 percent raspberry juice and 51 percent um just basically like a berliner vice so it's a kettle soured beer that we use um uh, lactobacillus bacteria to uh, bring the ph down um, but we we definitely don't want it to get you know like derek described as just like lip puckering sour we want it to taste like you're drinking raspberry juice that is also beer that's that was like oddly poetic the whole thing mm-hmm. yeah then, then kenny what are you drinking pacifico clara oh <laughs> can you can you describe what the flavors are in that delicious <laughs> it's a very good beer uh, so if people want to know what brewers drink at their homes the mexican lager man uh pacifico clara is a very good beer do you lime it I do lime it. I lime Pacifico. I don't know if you can see it in there. Well, it looks like I'll it's empty. Rainier. I love a lime in a beer. You put you put lime in anything. You put lime. Do you have any beers that use lime of yours? Um, hmm. 
We uh, we have made a margarita goza, and we have made I remember that a yeah. lime goza. Um, I do. I like limes. I've I've noticed you've never had scurvy. Sure. You know, try to keep up my teeth and, uh, you know, eat limes, drink margaritas. Yeah. I mean, that's, there's, there's been a couple nights that Sam and I have gone after it with just margaritas. Yeah. Like, since this stand, because I had nothing else to do, might as well have 10 margaritas. Mm-hmm. That bottle of tequila went by real fast. We've gone through a few bottles of tequila here during this time. I mean. Yeah, we, we did a little Airbnb getaway just to do something different than mm-hmm. being in our house all the time and took a bottle of tequila in very little of it came back oh but not pisco no no pisco did i get the right this pisco is the peruvian one right oh yeah oh, yeah, okay. yeah pisco yeah, sours are freaking they wonderful make a, they make a pisco sour there actually Ooh, that's the one that's the one that has egg whites in it right now you put a yes they they like they brand their, their elk in it too like they can you know Somehow, you know, just kind of put it like a logo, you know, almost like cabbage, like latte art, you know, but into the drink. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I think we should do that with everything. Can we do that with beer head? Just like put, yeah. a, put a little wingman into it. I was just it? thinking that. How do we do this? Because you, you, know, you guys have a cool logo. We and just find this wizard. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I was impressed. I took my grandma there, my 95-year-old grandma. Is she very Peruvian? Very Peruvian. 100%. <laughs> she needed a pina colada one night. So we were like, where can we get a pina colada? <laughs> like Minimans. They got a, they got a, you know, tropical bar. So That is. Would you go there one in Tacoma? Yeah, yeah. That is. Yeah. They got those. those um, well, I keep wanting to say Mexi Nuggets, but Tater Tots. They have at McMinimans. I could eat those all day. Uh, so... Everything. So, um, I don't know. Do you guys have restaurants going on? You guys have uh, wingman's doing well. Anything else big happening in the wingman life or in the life of, and you know, just I know with this, you know, we were talking earlier before we guys you guys got on. Like, it's the reason we haven't podcast much lately is because there's literally nothing to talk about. Yeah, and things are kind of on pause. Like, I don't. What do we like, just keep it like? Hey, do anything yeah. interesting today? And people are like, no, fuck off. Yeah, I mean, it's like, what? What do you want to do tonight? Same thing we did last night. Yeah. Do you want to drink? Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's mix things up and not drink for a night. There you go. Yeah, we tried that for like two nights in a row. It was ended horribly. It ended with us the next time being like, "Oh God, I need a drink." I mean, just imagine having to live with me. That's what she has to deal with daily. Sam is a saint. Yeah. I don't know how you do it. Uh, living with an extrovert during a pandemic has definitely been a very interesting situation. <laughs> Basically just follows me around the house and makes me want to, look at me, look at me, all day long. Well, because I'm not working, she's still working. What else am I doing? Yeah. Like, pay attention to me. Yes, but I'm still working. Yeah, but you have to pay attention to me. That's what love is. <laughs> yeah, that's been our life, too. I mean, we're both working, but yeah, my wife's an extrovert. I'm an introvert. Oh, is she? I would have never known. I wouldn't say I'm in heaven, but I'm not <laughs> hating staying home all the time. At least you I, get, at your house, you have a cool backyard yeah. with space. You can get out and do things, at least in your yard. Totally. And don't you have like an inflatable above ground pool? We have a hot tub, an inflatable hot tub. Um, 
it has not been set up yet. There's oh. some leaks in it we need to troubleshoot. So You know, all you need is put that in the front yard and then have a trampoline in the front yard, and you could live in Renton. <laughs> yeah. Or Puyallup, or... Oh, man, my front yard faces a really busy street. I would not enjoy that. <laughs> just, that would right. be perfect. And, you know, just... So many people looking at us. <laughs> just waving, hey, everybody! You mean, you mean giving yourself an opportunity to look at all the people? I mean, yeah, that is one way to look at it. Yeah, we only have a front yard, and so we've been just kind of like hanging out in our front yard. Just like our neighbors now know exactly how much we drink and like how little we've been. Well, I wouldn't say little we've been social distancing, but we definitely have a group of people who have been like, you know, we've been socially distant with. So, yeah. Yeah, now everybody knows that they're calling, he's calling Inslee right now. I can see it. <laughs> hey, no more than, no more than five. Those you're just one. You're one bigger household. Yeah. yeah. So we you can stand in a yard and be six feet from each other. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. No, yeah. I just lick every doorknob. I don't even care. I'm joking. I, I did not do that when I went to Wingman. I sat in my car, like a good adult. Um, Thank you. God, I had something really important to ask you guys, and now I completely forgot. This is this is good podcasting right here. I can always cut Staring this. Staring at out. me is not going to make it come uh, back uh, to you. Check your shots. How long has Wingman been around then? Nine years in April. So I've known you guys. Yeah, we, didn't, we didn't have a party this year. Yeah. Oh. Oh, that's sad. Did you Still have it? paid for all the graphic design for it, though. <laughs> <laughs> Fun time. Oh, no. the, the, the joys of opening a small business, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Did you have. So. I always get because that's so. That's not Denizens of the Dark, right? That's a different one. Yeah, Denizens is our November one, and then we do uh, the Porta Palooza in January, and then our anniversary is uh, the twentieth of April. Okay, I have the three big ones. The Porta Palooza yeah. is the one that constantly, and Denizens does this a couple times too, but really gets me drunk. It can happen because we try to avoid it. We try to get a good burger place to come down or something like that, and. But the, I, yeah. what I and then I, and I people always ask me because like I've talked about wingmen before and they're like, what is like wingmen best known for? And I love a lot of your beers, but I really note the dark beers, something that you have just been knocking out of the park for a long time now. Thanks. And the thing about dark beers is sometimes they're a little bit higher in alcohol. Mm. I do miss a beer you guys it. used to make. I miss the uh, um, peach beer that you guys used to make. Nice. Yeah, the, the Queen's Peach. Yeah. Yeah. I we got to, to do that one with the Metropolitan Markets, and I think they decided not to do a beer to celebrate the Peach-O-Rama the last couple of years. Oh, okay. But we would love to make it with them again. It was fun. Well, I'm putting it out there. Uh, Queen's Peach. What was it? Queen's Peach, you said? Yeah, the Queen's Peach. Yeah. We, was it 2021. The Queen's Peach was a popular movie when we put it out originally. Oh. <laughs> All right, so it's been a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Well, it used to be Queen Anne Thriftway, right? Back in the day. So. Yeah, that was, I think, where they came up with the name. Oh, so this is very Tacoma-oriented here and movie-oriented, I guess. I used to get it at the Kirkland one when I was going to school and commuting uh, back and forth past that uh, uh, Metropolitan Market. I would always stop in and grab it there. Um, nice. And I liked that very much, so... Yeah, shout out to Metropolitan Market for having great beer, wine selections. Yeah, they've. I wish there was. 
I wish there was one around us. There really isn't anyone around here, is there? Uh, Kirkland's probably the closest one to us. No, it's too and that's hard. not close. Great, great staff too. Everybody there's super yeah. nice. Yeah. And they're just the they're like ready food area is so good. Like oh man, yeah, the one in Tacoma they just redid it a couple years ago. It's yeah. crazy. We're like, do you want to go to a restaurant tonight, or do you just want to go to the Met for dinner? Because it's not far. It's basically the same. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, what do you guys have on tap right now? What's that? What's that wingman? What's what's the easiest way to get to check it? I mean, I, obviously the interwebs. You've been pretty up to date. Um, we sure trying. It's tough to keep people up to date. With a lot of people seem really interested right now. So, are you in charge? All people are doing right now is sitting on their phones on social media, just refreshing. Yeah, we've never feed. had so much social media attention before. It, it's it's been like a, a whole other job to answer comments and direct messages and stuff. It's been fun though. People are really encouraging overall and I've been enjoying it. Are you the one in charge of the social media accounts? Uh, three of us split it. Okay, so I sent some inappropriate photos one night. Oh, I yeah. just want to make sure who they went to. Oh, all of us. Oh, just now. everybody's They're hanging up in the back. Yeah. There's a whole Reddit page that, you know, just right for it. Nudes at wingman.com. Yeah, that, that's a good way to get to our website. <laughs> so the website is Wingman Brewers? Wingmanbrewers.com. Yeah, we're actually redoing it right now, so it's a, a splash page, but it's a really good, well-done splash page. This is the best page, um, the best one page you've ever seen. Hey, I mean, we, we're working with these folks at uh, Hemisphere Design in Tacoma, and they're fantastic to work with. If we were better clients, that website would be done now, but we take too long to get them anything. They're like, what's, what's this? And you're like, I don't know. Tell us the story about Wingman. I don't know. We, one day I was, was homebrewing, and I was like, I make fucking good beer. Should open up a... People just kept telling Derek and I that we should sell the beer that we made, so we tried to figure out how to do that. That's... I mean, that's how kind of everybody starts, right? But not everybody makes it to nine years. Yeah. It's true. It's true. So that's, I mean. That is a pretty significant accomplishment, so. What's, uh, well, let's, let's ask what the biggest accomplishment is, right? So you made uh, nine years, or this one time you made this really good beer. I know don't, a lot of people don't get coppers anymore. But there's this beer called Old Number 29 Copper Ale. That was a pretty good beer. That was, I, I, my... My favorite beer. I don't drink a lot of coppers anymore. I don't think anybody really does. But there was a time. Why is that, man? What? Why is a copper? Because IPAs are better than anything else. <laughs> name your name your top three coppers. Old number twenty nine copper ale from Wingman Brewers. Uh, Backwoods Copper Line. Uh, or Timberline Copper Ale and Copper Hook from Red Hook. Name one other copper ale. Copper top. Oh, that's. Did you pick that up? Yeah, that's isn't. That's a, that's a combination. I legitimately didn't think you could name three, but I'm... <laughs> I didn't think you could name four. <laughs> no, co copper top is just the copper tone changed differently. Well, isn't what's the Snoqualmie one? It's oh. like uh, Copperhead or something. Copperhead, boom, four. Yeah. I mean, but I, I don't think I give a name four ambers nowadays. Mac and Jack's. Yeah. Mac African Amber Ale. Yeah. And, Butt Amber. That's a good beer. You just name a brewery and say Amber. Buttface Amber from the Ram. Ooh. That's a good one. Do you guys make an Amber? Uh, actually, we're going to make a test batch of an Amber 
in like two and a half weeks. That's a throwback right there. I bet you there's a lot of people that will actually like it. I don't know how crazy it will be, but there's still a lot of people that, like, when I go to breweries, they're like, what is your, like, an amber or something like kind of yeah. a, a pale, something kind of old school. And, I don't know if I'd say a pale is a safe beer to pick, too. I mean, if you're somewhere new, want to see, is this going to be good? Or maybe you don't drink a lot of craft beer. And... Mm-hmm. I mean, the beer I grew up you on know, was Amber's drinking. a safe place to go. Like Red Hook ESB. Like when I turned 21, that was the craft beer of choice. And that was. I remember being handed one at a barbecue. Shoot, where was I even? And I thought that was a really good beer. First time I really liked beer was Red Hook ESB. Yeah. I, I... I forget that it used to be their flagship for a while. I, didn't, I couldn't even tell you what their flagship is now. Is it still ESB? I would assume it's Longhammer, but... Oh, yeah, true. I yeah. feel like I've seen well, Longhammer. That's in stores a lot. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, people kind of just moved away from maltier beers. A little bit. Have you seen that with your guys' beer? Less malty, more juicy and hazy? Besides your darker uh, ones? I haven't made a lot of hazy IPAs. I shouldn't say I haven't made them. I made enough. Uh, we have one out right now. Um, Is the Ace still your flagship, though? Your traditional like yeah. West Coast IPA? Yeah, it's West Coast style. It's pretty bitter. I mean, it. I think the Ace is what a lot of IPA drinkers still want. Um, and what? then we try to supplement that with more aroma-forward, fruity, uh, tasting uh, IPAs as well. I think, and then I think that's what probably the best market is. Cause, you know, mm-hmm. and I see the Ace around often enough. Well, and I, I think some people are getting really burnt out on the whole haze thing, like. It just kind of got a little overboard recently, I think. And like, I'd like a a beer that I can drink more than two of without getting entirely full. Yeah, that's a tough thing with the amount of yeast and like hot material you might eat uh, in a hazy beer. But I, I think there's a place for them. Um, And in that, experimenting, trying new things, trying to emulate uh, what other breweries are doing we've there were especially when kind of the haze craze sort of started uh at the collaboration beer festival in seattle there was so many hazy beers because everyone wanted to try it out and learn what other brewers were doing and a lot of them just tasted the same and i think uh something that's been really good probably over the last year and a half or so is people have really figured out different yeasts to use different processes um to still produce a hazy beer but be able to create kind of a wider spectrum of flavor than just kind of like orange juice or orange juice that someone dropped bong water in. Um, <laughs> uh, but I like that dankness at times. Oh, yeah. I mean, at and I think now we live in a world where the spectrum on hazy beer is, is much bigger. It's not my favorite style, but uh, we're going to be making one next week. We made one a couple weeks ago. You know, it, it can be fun. Well, I, I agree. It's, uh, if I open up my fridge right now, there's a lot of hazies in there. And uh, that's what I like. I don't like sours. Uh, you know, I like I like West Coast IPAs, and I kind of like, and I still kind of like the piney old, like the Northwest style IPAs that you don't really see a lot anymore. But, you know, you see, you're starting to see the pendulum swing back a little bit right now. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just balancing out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like, hazies are going to have their place in the IPA market and in the beer market overall. Mm-hmm. But IPA needed to get more diverse 
as a kind of a category when it was more than 50% of all craft beer sold. So yeah, hazy seems to be the thing filling that niche. Well, and it was like everybody was just trying to see how piney and bitter they could get for like five years ago. And now it's kind of diversified a lot more. Yeah, so. We only have a couple of minutes left, but uh, it brings up a point where I was talking with Rubens and how like the idea that IBUs don't really matter anymore. Yeah. And, you know, uh, they're the same thing. They're like, there was a time five, six years ago where people wanted that 100 plus IBU beer. Yeah, I think a good example is Green Flash Palette Wrecker. I mean, they <laughs> I mean just, the, the name itself is exactly yeah. what it is. Yeah, they weren't hiding anything. <laughs> but we were all excited to drink it, you know. I remember seeing it at the Red Hot down the street for the first time being like, I want that one. What did they do to make it more bitter? <laughs> just a crap ton of Cascade right at the beginning, right? <laughs> Who knows what they were using, but yeah, I mean, that was, you know, there was a time for that. Yeah, I mean, it's it had helped, you know, it's part of the evolution of beer. And what makes kind of following beer really interesting is how things have changed. And now, how like, far can we go in this direction? How far can we go in that yeah. direction? I think it's a lot of what we're, we're doing in craft beer from before I was ever brewing, probably, you know, back to the 80s and the kind of the pioneers they're just seeing like okay here's a style people haven't had it for a long time or maybe they haven't had it in the united states ever so let's make it and let's see how far we can take it and then someone will tell us you know that putting pizza and money in a beer is a good idea or a bad idea and um you know the market will kind of decide for us oh i once down the hatch of a beer that someone threw all their pizza toppings into why? I wasn't paying attention. Big ass money stout. <sighs> but it was just down the hatch and then right back up. Oh, that was okay. fantastic! And it was a, it was a, it was like a hundred. It was a from a, a Ninkasi. It was the Tricera hops, mm. which was one of their okay. high IBU beers. Beer. I like that one. We made a birthday cake beer one time. Just threw a we birthday did. cake into it. Are you serious? That was for was our sixth pretty, anniversary. I think it was pretty good. It did taste really good. <laughs> All right. Well, we got. Unfortunately, we only got one minute left on the Zoom. I wanted to keep it under forty minutes, and uh, looks like we'll be doing that. But uh, thank you so much for coming on. Please buy Wingman beer for those who are listening. And um, you know, but like my mom, she's probably listening, and thinking I'm I'm sounding really handsome. Your mom's not listening to this. Yeah, she gives no fucks. <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much, guys. Hey. Thanks for having us. And yeah, then. Thank you. Uh, make sure you guys visit the uh, what's the what's the new restaurant called? I don't. Did we even say that? Oh, uh, Little Radio. Little Radio. How'd you guys come up with that name? Uh, it's named after the little radio shop that uh, used to occupy that space back in the 1930s and 40s. Oh, oh so, I love that. That is really cool. Not a Radio Shack, so not that cool. <laughs> no, just a radio shop, pre-shack. Oh. More successful, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> all right, cheers, guys. It was good talking to you. I miss you guys. Uh, when this is all done. I'll come down soon. I know we have to get together for uh, for whiskey, I believe. That sounds good. Yes. I'll do that. Or, you know, Pisco. Yeah. I'll bring it. For your grandma. We'll toast her. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Talk to you later. Thanks, man. man. Yeah, Bye, cheers, Sam. bud. Bye. Bye. All right, well, that was uh, the phone call with Wingman Brewers. Um, 
I'm going to talk real quietly now because I noticed during that whole conversation, my voice was significantly louder than everybody else's. Yeah, we actually probably should have switched uh, spots so that I was closer to the microphone. Do you want people looking at you the entire time, though? No. But I've been on Zoom calls in the last couple of weeks, so I can figure it out. Uh, I wish that could have been longer, but the problem I run into that Zoom meetings are only 40 minutes long, mm-hmm. and I'm too cheap to splurge for the like pay more to get more time because I could have talked with them forever. It's okay. Yeah. But anyway, so um, yeah, thanks for uh, Kenny and Derek for coming on. Uh, big fan of Wingman down Tacoma. Mm-hmm. Uh, not far from the Tacoma Dome for those who are curious. You can just Google them up. They should be opening up for phase two soon. Yeah. Which will be nice. So anyways, uh, as we wrap things up, we always like to do uh, beer of the week. Mm-hmm. Sam, what would your beer of the week be? Uh, my beer of the week. So I, I kind of have two. Um, my first one and my official beer of the week is the Sorcerer's Apprentice, the Raspberry 2020. Um, I had that yesterday during our beer call with uh, our friends from Brewmaster's Tap Room. Mm, great notion, though. Who who bought you that? Uh, just some guy I know. Oh, some guy that wears Crocs. Yeah, just some guy I'm married to. Um, and then my other one that I just kind of want to give some honorable mention to um our friend logan brought this over the other night and uh we split it it's the um from drecker brewing company the uh, brains Brains. yeah there's like 16 a's in there so you're definitely supposed to say it like that but i brain strawberry and rhubarb yeah so that one was really good too it's technically a sour but it's um really just kind of tastes like a strawberry rhubarb smoothie we actually got matt to try it it doesn't Um, taste like a sour it just tastes like really juice like but tart mm -hmm. but it wasn't incredibly sour so that is what it is um my beer of the week is did you want to talk more about it how rhubarb and strawberry was it was i mean it was it was very juicy it was very it was like very pulpy and very thick um but it was really good it was like it was just like drinking a a smoothie so i've had a lot of really good beers because you know there's been a lot of good places canning right Mm -hmm. and i've been using tour and been getting a lot of stuff and raiding brewmaster's tap room but my beer of the week goes to hellbent for the seattle sunshine hazy pale oh i didn't get to try that where did you have that i had that at seabeck pizza Oh, this was my first beer at a restaurant since this whole COVID thing went down. So two months without going to a bar or restaurant. And just so you guys know, I had like a seven year run of going to a bar at least once a week. So something you really want to brag about on here? Yeah, a little bit. Okay. That ended because of this. And that's okay. You know, I can always start more. It's just a streak. And I'm sure a lot of people have long ones, too. But even when we're out of town, sick whatever and i go out of town a week for like week-long things and i still find my way to get to a bar well you uh made a point um when we flew back from our honeymoon um we got in at like four o'clock in the afternoon but we were flying back from iceland so it was like getting near the nighttime there. yeah it was like 10 or 11 o'clock at night um to us and um we still made a point of with our bags and everything 
going straight from the airport to Brewmaster's tap room so that Matt wouldn't break his streak. Well, and then eventually broke because of this. Yeah. And then he had like a half a beer and he was like, I'm so tired. We have to go home right I'm now. I'm lit tired. But that was the first beer I had. And Seabeck Pizza, for those who uh, haven't had it, they're out in Kitsap Peninsula. What and kind of pizza is it again? It's a pretty deep dish. Uh, I like to not say deep dish, but Chicago, or sorry, Detroit style, okay. which is kind of deep dish pan fried. Oh, like a pan pizza. Yeah, but really, really, really thick. Okay. So, um, if that makes any sense. If anybody goes to the the uh, Pizza Coop in Woodinville, they have that Ooh, style that's a good there. Pizza place. It's the exact same style as that. Okay, but Pizza Coop isn't exclusively that style. They no. have one crust that is that style, and then the rest of their crusts are like wood fired pizza. And Seabeck has normal pizza too. Jesus Christ! Am- th- Amber Alert. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, that's your phone. No, that's your phone. Oh. Sorry, that's fun. I think I have mine turned off, my Amber Alerts. No, oh, so no, I actually don't know how to turn mine off, but... They don't make it easy for a good reason. So anyway, sorry about that. Um, but Seabeck Pizza was the first restaurant I got to go to in two months. was very excited about it. So the, pe- the beer just tasted extra good, especially after a round of golf. I golfed out there, so... Anyway, um, I think that's it for our podcast today, eh? I think that's it. So anyway, thanks for uh, bearing with us or during our pause, and uh, we will hopefully be back up uh, producing more podcasts um, as things start to open up. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, you can catch me at the Matt Holt on basically all social medias, and you can find me at Samwise two hundred six on anything I'm on. Yes. Anyways, <laughs> later, nerds.